For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Happy Memorial Day weekend, everybody. This is the Blake Street Irregulars. My name is Sean Drotar, your local Colorado Rockies podcast brought to you by Tap 14. Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, the best rooftop beer garden in Colorado with 70 Colorado draft beers, 100 Colorado distilled spirits, and terrific food, and the views are unbeatable tap 14's views of the ballpark area are absolutely fantastic when the sun is out now and it is as we record this it's about 85 degrees and the rockies are back at home for memorial day weekend it's the spot to go make sure you check them out at tap14.com spell it out tap14.com have an opportunity to bring back uh, one of my favorite guests ronnie k ronnie court but we call him ronnie k of Mile High Sports, uh, the host of the Broncos Blitz podcast on Mile High Sports as well that you can get on the app or stream uh, online if you're looking at it on the internet at milehighsports.com. How are you doing, Ronnie? I'm doing well, Sean. I'm excited for the Rockies to finally be back and playing home baseball. The, the first place Rockies. Now, we say that with uh, I say that with some hesitation yes. because they are they're hanging on because the other teams behind them kind of, uh, quite frankly, are limping uh, in San Francisco's case. They've lost two in a row like the Rockies have. Arizona limping is not the word. They've straight up wily Coyote fallen off the cliff. Uh, we're just waiting for the puff of smoke at the end. Lost seven in a row, won one of only their last 10 games. They are a disaster. But the Rockies do find themselves in first place. That said, they're only two games over the 500 mark. Came away with a nine-game road trip at four and five on that trip. I know they'd like to be a little bit better than that, but uh, it wasn't awful, was it? Uh, you know, it, look, I, I think Colorado is is now at the place in the standard where there are successful road trips or there are failures of road trips. And this was a failure. Four and five is unacceptable. The, the offense can't hit. And uh, right now, you know, it's it's funny because this year is kind of been completely backwards for the Rockies. You know, as we've seen in the past, this has been a team that was supported by the offense with poor pitching, and that is now reversed. And it's also weird because we generally see them on the road now successful, and then at home only 7-11 and 11 so far. But the 4-5 and five on the road uh, the road trip was, uh, you know, it would have been nice to get the Dodgers series to kind of, I guess, put a bow on it. It's nice to have them come back as the division leader, but let's keep this in mind. If they were in any other division outside of the AL Central, they would be third in that division, in any other division. So it's nice to see, 
uh, certainly something to, you know, if you're a fan to kind of cheer about and, and good morale because morale is a big deal in sports, but it's not something you get carried away with. This Rockies team has a lot of problems. Yeah, that's the simple truth. And you bring up a very good point when it comes to the standings. It's exciting to say your first place Rockies, and that's true. But uh, like you pointed out, their 520 winning percentage in the NL Central would put them in fifth. In the NL East, it would put them in fifth place so yeah. while they lead uh, the nl west and at this point they would have a home they would be the home uh, field advantage in the playoffs if it started today and it doesn't but they would be miles away from the wild card they'd be trailing a whole bunch of teams so uh, the rockies want to get right on the bright side well let's, let's look at it from a macro view let's zoom out a little bit the rockies as a team hit 220 in april one of their worst in their entire history in fact it was their worst in their entire history for a single month now in may they hit 236 not that that's a ton better, and not that we're quite through it yet, but they have hit for a higher average while keeping the triples the same, while only one down in home runs. The doubles have gone down a bit, but you're also talking about almost uh, 200 fewer at-bats at this point as well. So the Rockies, by virtually every measurement, have gotten better from April to May. Now, it's, it's not a lot better. Like you said, as a team, they're hitting 236 in May. That's still pretty awful. But for Major League Baseball, where they now average for, for all of the teams, it's around 244. They're at least maybe getting towards the middle ground. So for the offense, a slight amount of improvement. The strikeouts are still an enormous problem that they have to find a way to take care of. And they seem at times to almost be getting worse. Yeah, and, and it's that's the biggest frustration because this is a Rockies team that can at times be very efficient and very productive and put men on, but it's those absolute inning killers where uh, you strike out on, on three pitches, nonetheless, where you're just swinging at air. And I, I go back to a game and, and, and gosh, I can't pinpoint this game, but it was on the road trip. Uh, it was the Carlos Gonzalez uh, error driven in for the game winner. I think the final was three, two where, the at-bat prior, Pat Valeka had Tony Walters on first, one out, easy situation where you just put the ball in play, and he strikes out swinging, and, and those are just absolute killers, no productive outs. Now, thankfully, the very next batter, Carlos Gonzalez, does hit the ground ball, puts the ball in play, and what generally was a routine throw uh, by the shortstop Boots the throw at first, and then all of a sudden, you have the 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 winning run coming across the plate. So that's that's the crucial thing is just putting the ball in play. And, and I know it sounds so simple, and it is a little bit more difficult than than just doing that. But Colorado definitely needs to get back to basics and cutting down on those strikeouts because they're just absolute killers. Yeah, it's a complete giveaway of an out and the Rockies have been striking at almost an average of 10 per game so when you have 27 outs in a game and you're giving away 10 of them well you can do the math that's yeah, that's terrible. a lot of empty outs and so you're you're right you just have to find a way to get the ball on 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 the bat and get it into play because as you discussed in in the case of Gonzalez there that's one of the things that can happen now you don't count on an error but it can happen but it, and it can't can. happen when you strike and an it out did and they won the game because directly of it. because of it because Absolutely. you just you just got a ball in play and the guy messed it up it happens uh for the rockies and i, I still kind of want to zoom out and give you some numbers as we get near uh, the end of may here it's pretty fascinating to look at the way the lineup has worked they do miss dj lemayhew but it's the bottom half of this lineup that's been devastating for the rockies offense the top of the the lineup hasn't been great but it hasn't been disastrous uh, 
we'll even take the names out of it. But as far as the lineup itself goes, when uh, the lead the leadoff hitter for the Rockies, whoever it's been, has hit 250 on the year. The number two hitter is hit 251 on the year. Three and four have hit 294 on the year. So that's actually being reasonably productive. Uh, from those four spots, you have, uh, on top of that, you have 38 home runs from those top four spots already. But you go, number the, whoever's been hitting five, and this is a, you know, an important one, your number five hitter uh, on the season is hitting 154. Your number seven hitter is hitting 189. Your number eight hitter is hitting 185. Your number nine hitter is hitting 174. That's acceptable because that's the pitcher. But that was way too similar to the other ones I talked about. So you basically have four spots in your batting order, including your pitcher, that are hitting all about the same. So the Rockies' offense essentially is playing with four pitchers in its batting order almost every day thus far in the season. So it, it gets to the point where if it's not Blackman or Arenado or LeMayhew or Trevor Story, they've gotten almost no production, and that's an enormous problem for this team. Oh, absolutely. And and this is a, a, a team, too, that has excellent hitters who do now have... Uh, a lot of highlight around them, or, or, or should I say a focus around them? I mean, we've obviously been talking about the uh, uh, opponents pitching around Nolan Arenado and making sure that, you know, if, if somebody's going to beat us, it's not Nolan Arenado. It's going to be Gerardo Parra. It's going to be Ian Desmond. And they really need a right-handed bat right after uh, uh, uh uh, uh, Arenado to really step up to kind of help protect him so that teams have to throw to Nolan so that Nolan can do some serious damage and uh, you know when you strike out and you're batting in the the low 200s and some of them even lower than that you know it's 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 so brutal for you as a lineup because now it throws everything into whack and it makes it so easy for the opposing pitcher and it, it's a major problem for Colorado now. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it another way too. You're getting the lack of production is is not only in the spots in the batting order, but it's in the positions and it's at first base. And yes, we've piled on Ian Desmond. I get it, but but here's the catch: when you have Tony Walters and Chris Iannetta as your catching tandem, that's not a, a spot you expect to get a lot of offense from. You know that Iannetta maybe has a little pop if he catches it, but uh, he's never been a high average guy. And now that he's in his 30s, you don't expect him to be a big producer. He's there to be a, a top quality receiver and teach these guys how to pitch as they make their way through the National League with so many young guys in their rotation. But uh, here's here's the two numbers by position. They have only five at-bats apiece. I, and I won't tell you which is which. One of them has scored 20 runs, has had 32 hits, eight doubles, one triple, and six home runs and 19 RBIs and is batting 176. The other position has had 21 runs, the same 32 hits, five doubles, no triples, the same six home run, only one fewer RBI at 18, and is batting a higher batting average of 181. The, the point is that you can't tell them apart. And the they're Rockies, both bad. Rockies knew that they, they're, they're both they're, terrible. Yeah, the, the, the catching was going to be an offensive hole. It wasn't supposed to be that bad. But the catching was the second one I listed with yeah. the same home runs, only one fewer RBI and a higher betting average than everybody they've assembled at first base. Well, first base has to be a big time productivity position on any a contending team. And that's the thing. You know, you don't want to see those numbers from a catcher uh, uh, batting period. You don't want to see those numbers to anybody. But 
you can justify those numbers more from a catcher because you know what? There is a lot of value in a catcher who is a defensive catcher. Uh, I, I talk about it all the time on my Twitter. Tony Walters has just been phenomenal catching wise with some of the different young pitchers as well as defensively. We saw him make that great defensive play that ended the game. I believe it was game two against the Dodgers. Um, but first base, a, a position that demands you to hit what? Are we expecting here in Colorado 30, 40 home runs, uh, 100 plus RBIs? You know, somebody who's at least batting in the high 200s, you know, and and I get it. Everybody's tired of of, of, of beating it over your head, but this is how big of a problem it is right in now the, for Colorado. I mean, how about just the 200s? Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really is just a major, major problem for Colorado. And, and Desmond just looks so lost right now. You know, he looks like a guy who is going up there, who is not seeing things well, uh, who is guessing at every pitch, who is swinging at a strike three that is just out of the zone and not even close. And it, Colorado has to find a, a look. This is a team that has been put in position to win, and this is clearly the biggest problem. And maybe I'm getting ahead of myself here, but as the deadline creeps closer, Denver has to be a buyer for first base. This is a, this is inexcusable play uh, for Desmond. I would wish that Colorado would do something to try to shake things up, or at least try to maybe uh, you know set him down for a little bit so that he can refocus. Do something different than what you're doing right now because it's clearly not working. Well, I think they can't afford that, but. Here's, here's some interesting things if you want to look on the bright side, and I do want to look on is the bright side. Is there a bright side? side? There is. Uh, okay. educate me, Ian Sean. Desmond is hitting 181. That's awful by any metric. That's but, not bright. But, no, that isn't. <laughs> but he has the same number of home runs as Nolan Arenado, eight. He has the same number of RBI as Charlie Blackman, 23. And he has the second most steals on the team with five by Trevor Story. So if you look at the raw counting stats, just the raw produced numbers, Desmond's actually been in the mix productively. But when you're hitting 180, the problem is it just comes in bunches. You either have a game where, where yeah, you knock it in, and then the next three or four games, you're nothing. And that's been the problem for the Rockies is they have days where they have really good offense and they have days where they get blanked by rookies. And look, it's great that you hit two homers in a game. But I also can't have you going over five with two strikeouts in the next five games. I mean, that's just it's inexcusable. We need more consistency there. You know, maybe there is a positivity to see that because he's capable of those certain things. But you're only as capable and only as valuable as your consistency. You know, it's kind of like the same thing with injuries, you know, and uh, you're only as valuable as you are on the field. And if you're over five with three K's every single game, I just, it's, it's hard to justify seeing it over and over and over again without at least trying to mix things up. Coming into this uh, this weekend series against the Reds, a team that is the worst team in the National League, so you would like to see the Rockies find a way to get this done. It's really been the pitching on this road trip and maybe the pitching all season that's carried the Rockies. The offense has had its moments, but it's not all that good, and the truth of the matter is the Rockies are uh, a first-place team with a negative run differential, and not a small one, 28 runs. Uh, they have uh, fewer scored than they have uh, put up. So for the Rockies coming back to Coors Field for pitching, this is where it gets interesting because the Rockies on the road have had a pitch to a 3.63 ERA. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. But for the home games, and they've had fewer home games, 18 home games to 32 uh, road games, one of the other bright sides for the Rockies is they've really played roughly only a third of their season at home and two-thirds on the road. So that's a good sign, too. Unless you're under 500 at home. The Rockies' ERA is 
5.65 as a team, and they're allowing an opposing batting average of 282 at home. I understand the offense has to come along, but the pitching has to find a way to happen in Coors Field, too. You don't have to get it down into the threes. That's not realistic for for Coors, but you can't be in the mid to upper fives and and expect to win there, even against the Reds. And it's avoiding those big innings early where your line looks like two and a third, six earned runs, you walked four batters, and you only struck out two, and you, you, you gave yourself no leeway, and now you have to burn through a bullpen that, you know, is a very good bullpen but let's face it they're being overused right now and uh, the starters definitely need to find that grounding now i will say this i will point out somebody who has been very good at home kyle freeland uh who really has kind of been their best pitcher overall yeah he's been very good over the last few weeks for sure and and i know everybody wants to look at the four and five record and say oh he's got five losses look Forget about wins and losses. Okay, it's an overrated stat as a pitcher. Kyle Freeland has been very, very good. Chad Bettis has been very, very good, too. So uh, we will see them uh, again through the rotation. Going to start off with John Gray against Cincinnati. Gray needs to really show himself and and really start to make the turn because I I think we were willing to give him the kind of excuses like, oh, well, it's early season, knocking off the rust. And, And he had good starts mixed in. But we've seen more bad than good we need to start to see that corner turn towards uh what we think he can be and what many believe he will be and that's i don't want to use the word ace i hate it when we just label guys an ace but at least somebody who every fifth every time around every five days you were getting a quality start yeah the idea of the stopper at least you know that if you're in a losing streak that's the guy that can get you in a position to end that losing streak for the rockies especially at home they need to focus on getting left-handed hitters out left-handed hitters uh even though they've only been hitting 231 even a lower batting average than the right-handers lefties have given the rockies Big time problems with power. They're, uh, they've given up 30 home runs to righties in 1,037 at bats, but in 400 uh, fewer at bats, 408 to be precise. They've given up 24 home runs, only six fewer. So the power numbers for lefties, lefties have been feasting on the Rockies when it comes to to the the contact. While they're not hitting the ball as high on average, when they're hitting it, it goes. And at Coors Field, that problem gets exacerbated. So the Rockies need to really watch out for the lefties especially as well. So this will be a fascinating series for them. Three games coming up, an opportunity to, they're in a great spot. They're in first place. You hold court. You sweep the worst team in the NL, and guess what? You're still in first place and probably extended it. So for the Rockies, I think you have to get two against the Reds, oh, if not must. all three. Yes. And we'll talk about the rest of that on, on Monday when it comes up. But uh, do you expect them to get that? This is a team that's 7-11 and 11 at home. Uh, a team that is that wants to be a division title contending team, you sweep this team. This is there is no excuses here. Uh, this is a very beatable team. This is a team where offensive wise they are ranked in the twenties in just about every single category. They're twenty seventh in slugging percentage. Uh, you have and to. And that's beat not teams taking like in this. some of the more advanced metrics if you play at Coors Field. Yeah, this is a team that you have to beat. This is the take care of business series because look, you do have the next six at home, but they're against division opponents, particularly one of them too coming in, the L.A. Dodgers, who are starting to figure things out kind of turn in the corner justin turner's back should see reach rich hill as well too so uh look th- this is the take care of business series you expect two out of three um uh, they should sweep though 
Yeah, we'll see if they can get that done. We'll come back on Monday and we'll talk about that as we then preview the Giants series, a team that is in reasonably hot pursuit of the Rockies as well, certainly in better shape than even the Dodgers. So we'll check that out when we come back next week. But remember, again, we want to thank our sponsor, Tap 14. Tap 14 is half a block away from Coors Field, 1920 Blake Street. 70 Colorado beers on tap of their rooftop beer garden, but you also can get 100 different Colorado distilled spirits. It's all Colorado. The food's all Colorado. The decor is all Colorado. Perfect place for you to go before or after or, you know, both. I don't judge when you're down there checking the Rockies out this weekend. So make sure you check them out at tap14.com. Spell that out, tap14.com. For Ronnie K, you can find him at Twitter, by the way, on Ronnie K Radio or anytime hosting the Broncos Blitz podcast. I'm Sean Drotar. If you want to, you can reach out to me at SDrotar on Twitter. That's S-D-R-O-T-A-R. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week right here with the brand new Blake Street Irregulars on Mile High Sports. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.